Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. In Luke chapter 3, the Bible says that verse 21, he was praying. And he went to the wilderness to go and pray. The scriptures talk about where in Luke, I think Luke chapter 6, in Luke chapter either chapter 5 verse, uh, of chapter 5 or chapter 6 verse 17 verse 16 actually verse 16 Luke 5 16 talks about how so he himself often withdrew himself uh, withdrew into the wilderness and prayed Jesus had this Mark 1 35 says that a great while before day Jesus went into the wilderness the desert place where he offered a prayers where he prayed he so his disciples came to him and said, you know, you have to teach us how to pray. Because it was a common, on the cross he was even praying. Before the cross he was praying. I mean, Jesus was a man of prayer. And then he, just before he left, he told his disciples that, do not leave Jerusalem, but tarry. We find out in their activities that the tarry meant for them to wait on God in prayer. So they went back to the upper room, Acts chapter 1, verse 14, and these continued in prayer. They continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. So Acts chapter 1, they were praying. And Acts chapter 2, they were actually praying because they hadn't stopped when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. I will say that, and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit, verse 4, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then you come to Acts chapter 3, and you realize that at the hour of prayer, Peter and John were going to pray. So it looks like this prayer thing was so well woven. In Acts chapter 2, verse 20 and 42, it says that, but they continued in the apostles' doctrines, apostles' prayer. So the apostles were given to prayer. In Acts chapter 3, as I said, they went to the, at the hour of prayer. It's not good for a Christian to be somewhere when you can be at the place of prayer at the hour of prayer. You, you, you are not living the Christian life to its full potential. At the hour of prayer, you have to be there. Because believers have gathered. And usually the Holy Spirit shows up mightily when we gather, especially at the place of prayer. So at the hour of prayer, in Acts chapter 4, verse 24 says that when they were let go, they went to their own company and reported these things to them. Verse 25 said, and they raised their voices together in prayer with one accord. They prayed and said, oh Lord, oh Lord, who you, the prayer was nice. Lord, you are God who made heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in it. Verse 25 they always refer to David. He said, who by the mouth of your servant David had said, why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? They will not stop. The church can never be liked. They hate the church with a passion because they hated Jesus. So in Acts chapter 4, they went to their company, verse 25, and they prayed. I like their prayer topic. You said by the mouth of the why do the nations rage and the peoples plot vain things? Look at the verse 26. The kings of the earth is not the servants. 
the big guys, these are the ones who are against the church. And the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. They gathered. So he said, what is happening to us? It's not new. They went to their company and reported all these things to them. And then they all lifted up their voices together in prayer and said these things. God, David said, why did he didn't rage? And the people's plot vain things. The kings against you, the, the son, the kings of this world, and the rulers have gathered against. Look at verse 27. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. These people, were, Herod and Pontius Pilate, are not friends. But on Jesus' case, we can team up. Let's, let's come together. And the team of team with the Israelites and the Gentiles. They came everywhere. Not the Jews, not the Gentiles, not Pontius, those in authority, not the king. All of them team up because they can't like this church thing. They just is not. And they, 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 they prayed to do whatever the beautiful thing is this. The predetermination of God. They gathered to do not their will, but what your hand and purpose determined before to be done. It's already been determined. So while they are fighting you, they are fulfilling God's plan. Fighting you is part of your calling. So in Acts chapter 4, they raised their voice and Bible says that, then they said, verse 29, grant us that with boldness we will preach the word by stretching forth your hands that signs and miracles will be done through the name of your holy child Jesus. As soon as they prayed, Bible says they were when they were standing, gathered together, shook, and the Holy Ghost filled. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness, and God was giving them favor. So in Acts chapter four, you saw that they actually came together like this prayer meeting and prayed, and then in Acts chapter five, Peter they, they, they prayed again in Acts chapter five, where Bible says that um, Ananias came to lie and. And he said, You are lying against it. And then God was doing many things by the hands of the apostles. And the shadow of Peter was healing. And then they were arrested by, out of jealousy by the leaders. And they were whipped from, from verse 39, 40, 41. And they left rejoicing that they have been counted worthy. I believe that act of rejoicing is a, 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 a form of prayer. In Acts chapter 6, the Bible says that, ah, listen, appoint some people to handle the fruit. Verse 3 says that so that we can give ourselves continually. The word continually, constantly, to prayer and the ministry of the world, of the word. In Acts chapter 7, Stephen was being stoned. He lifted up his voice, praying, calling on the name of the Lord Jesus, verse 56. In Acts chapter 8, they were all scattered and everybody was going to. Uh, and the Bible says that in verse 14, when the apostles of Jerusalem heard that Samaria said the word, they sent down Peter, who when they came prayed for them that they might be filled with the Holy Ghost. This prayer was always, and the Holy Spirit was always at work. And in Acts chapter 9, Paul, Ananias, when God went to Ananias, he said there is a man, verse chapter 9, verse 11, 12, 13, a man, his name is Saul. He has seen you in a vision, he's praying, and he has seen you in a vision coming to pray for him. And so Ananias went and laying on in verse 16 and 15, 
16 and 17, laying his hands on them and praying. He said that the Lord Jesus Christ who appeared to you on your way to the ground has sent me that you might receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. He went and prayed for him. In Acts chapter 10, Cornelius was just there. Bible says that at midday or 3 p.m., he was praying and fasting. He was praying. An angel came and said, your prayers and your almsgiving have come before God for a memorial. So send for Peter. So they went and sent for Peter from Joppa and Peter came. And whilst Peter yet spake these words in 44, the Holy Spirit fell on all those who heard him. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to prophesy. And 45 says that the day of the circumcision, as many as came with Peter, were astonished that the Holy Spirit has also been poured out on the Gentiles. That's the first time in history where the Holy Spirit came on non-Jews. The first time. So, what's going on here? What's going on? How did they know? Because they saw them speak in tongues. Acts chapter 11, Peter was someone to go to uh, Jerusalem. Why did you go to Gentiles' house? You can't go there. You shouldn't have gone there. He said, listen, ask God who appeared to me and he told them the story. How this man said he was praying and I was also at the hour of prayer, the Holy Spirit. So, you can see prayer is woven throughout. In Acts chapter 12, Peter was kept in prison, verse 5, but prayer was manufactured to God by the church for him and the night he would be executed and angel appeared in the prison light shone and he smote him he said get up this is not where you belong let's go out so they took him out this verse Acts chapter 12 they were praying now unlike Acts chapter 13 the church that was in Antioch Bible says that they as they ministered to the Lord and fasted the Holy Spirit verse 2 the Holy Spirit said separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the things that I have given assignment I have given to the all for what I have called them to do unlike the verse 3 and when they had prayed Bible says that, and having fasted and prayed, they lay hands on them and set them away. And then in verse 9, he went and got somebody to be blind. He said, you are hindering the work of God. Bible says, verse 9, the Holy Ghost came upon him and he said, you son of the devil, you'll be blind for a season. So you can tell that throughout the scriptures, they were always praying. Prayer was part of the apostolic life. So when we come together and we are praying, I think it's one of your best opportunities to soak into the presence of God. Soak into what God is doing because God doesn't have to consult you to determine what he will do. But he certainly can involve you, can engage you, can include you based on your heart's decision or disposition. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Charis Ministries. Stay blessed.